On this episode of Tell Me What You Know, we're jumping into Leap Day Talks. From the wacky early Romans to Caesar to Pope Gregory, learn about the history and science that built the calendar we know today, and find out about two rebels at Johns Hopkins who want to change the makeup of the calendar once again. And then we're talking about one of the most popular and most played games of all time, Tetris. This game has challenged people for decades to stack shapes into perfect rows while maintaining their sanity, listening to a Russian folk song I guarantee you're singing in your head right now. Do, 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 this is Tell Me What You Know. What's going on, everybody? Today is Wednesday, February the 26th. This is episode 44 of Tell Me What You Know. 44. Is it possible that we're eight weeks away from doing this for an entire year? It's pretty nuts, right? Seem we're staying like consistent. Do you think we should move on to season two? After one year, I think I think we should we should compartmentalize. Well, season two Seasons. kind of like implies there'll be a change in something, right? Uh, I think just graduating. We're just graduating, graduating. to season two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know what would exactly change, but okay, I, stay I sort tuned of, for season two. I sort of, of like I sort of like season two, <laughs> the season finale in, in eight weeks. I mean, if you got seven th- weeks, by the end of season one, you've just figured out what the show is. Yes, season two is always better. I mean, there needs to be a twist then in a few weeks. Maybe I'm murdering. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I'll murder you and bring in a new uh, a, a clone I'll like just the upload my thing. AI you can talk to it it'll yeah. just be that chat bot yeah, yeah yeah tell me what you know chat okay. bot well I'm gonna delete all of this just in case I actually do murder you in seven weeks so that's, that, that's true yeah alright good you don't want the incriminating evidence mm-hmm. and uh, yeah season two will have a full podcasting desk yes a, a table we'll spend a lot of money spend on a, a desk lot. yeah we're gonna <laughs> oh budgets go way up in season two that's right that's right <laughs> only fans for you guys you watching any shows right now you watch nah, anything? I'm no, not. me neither. Um, I'm not. I want to watch uh, the new Amazon show. Oh, the Hunters uh, or whatever. Hunters with uh, Al Pacino. Yeah, yeah, it does. Look I've heard good. good things about that. Yeah, I haven't watched it yet though. Huh? Been going to too many spin classes, not to brag. So like, I don't have time to, for TV. <laughs> I have to hear not to brag <laughs> one more time. <laughs> Just getting in shape, you know. There you go. Hey, you looking good. Yeah, it's my birthday on Friday. You're looking good. My, my, yeah, my, on the 28th. A near leap year birthday. A near leap year birthday. Near leap year. Yeah, I'll be turning 32. It's a nice reason to get people out and, and go celebrate, Correct. too. Yeah, and I don't Come really care that much. You know, if you want to send me a card or like say happy birthday, that'd be great. You know, That's all I need. Money's always welcome. Maybe follow us on, on our yeah. social channels. Yes, yeah, so we need more than 12 followers on our Twitter account. Yeah, we got to make this. I think I think we dropped down to 10. Oh, yeah. Nice. We're losing followers. <laughs> We're losing followers. I tweeted too many facts. We need more memes. <laughs> I tweeted too many facts. Less facts. Fewer just, facts, more memes. I just jumped into people's conversations and dropped like, <laughs> tell me what you know, facts on them. You're like, you're the, the Twitter version of the well, actually guy. Yeah, well, actually. <laughs> just jumps in. Oh, you want to talk about coronavirus? Well, actually, do you know what a virus is? <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> all right we forgot who asked you <laughs> well let's jump into today's yeah. show because we we're talking about dates we talked about calendars and you mentioned something a second ago but michael tell me what you know about leap day oh, slash leap year nice yeah well this is perfect because i was texting uh megan yes uh, to come to our my sister megan to come to your birthday party on this weekend yeah and i was saying we would come celebrate leap leap year i was yeah. like oh michael's got like a leap day birthday correct Incorrect. I was wrong. I was incorrect. Yes. And she was like, if, is it actually on that day? Because in reality, he would only have had like eight birthdays. That would be. And I was like, yes, that would, yeah, this would be I my eight, know, This would be my Megan. eighth birthday, technically. Yeah. Yeah. She's too smart. She's too smart. She's not invited anymore. 
<laughs> but yeah, I don't know much about it. Or I mean, I guess I know that I guess we use it because what a year is not exactly 365 days. Yes. So every four years we got to like reset it so Correct. that it gets back on track. Correct. Okay. Yeah, you're on there. But I, that's all I kind of knew about it before yeah. diving into this. Mm-hmm. It goes a lot deeper than that. Oh. Well, not a lot deeper. Just some more interesting stuff out there. I will say I was like 12 hours away from being 11 hours from leap year. Being a leap year, leap day baby. Yeah, it was close. Uh-huh. I mean, it was it was a leap year in 1988 when I was born, and I was in the hospital, but I was born the day before, the 28th. Sorry, you I, you just said it was a leap year day? It was a leap year, it but I was on the 28th, year. not the 29th. Right, right, of course. And I'll just get this out of the way right now, because this is something I have to, a bone to pick that I have with everybody born on a leap day. Mm-hmm. Uh, your birthday is not the 28th. Don't celebrate your birthday on the 28th. <laughs> I'm sick of it. You were born the day after the 28th. I don't care what day that is. So they only get... Yes, there was a girl in college who was like years. a mutual friend, and she always tried to throw a party on the 28th. It's like, this is not your birthday. This is my birthday. Why don't they go to the March 1st? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Go to March 1st. I don't care if it's a Monday. Yeah. <laughs> you go to March 1st. <laughs> if you're turning 21 and you go to a bar on February 28th, you can't get in. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. You so can't go by the law. Bar. Go by go the by, law. Go I mean, by the law. Fake ID anyway, but it's not your 21st birthday. <laughs> you can't get in. <laughs> just wanted to that get that would, off my. I was that saving that for hilarious. the end, but I just needed to get it off my chest. I, hey, I feel it. Yeah, I feel like you've been dealing with that for a while. It, it just happens, you know. It's like, yeah. oh yeah, well actually, we're going to go to so and so's house for. Her well, birthday. you should have like, come well, out earlier. You know what? Her birthday is tomorrow. You know what? You should have come out earlier. Her birthday's not today. Not today. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's talk. Let's start by talking about the modern calendar, shall we? Okay. It's based on the Gregorian calendar, mm-hmm. which everybody Gregory. knows, made famous by Greg Louganis, the diver. Just kidding. It was uh, <laughs> Pope Gregory the eight, the thirteenth. 13th. Yes. It's based on the solar year where it takes, like you said, 365 days and six hours approximately to go around the sun. Uh, so therefore, there's an extra 24 hours that accumulates every four years. Six times four. Thus, we add in Makes sense. February 29th. Without this day, future year's seasons would occur later and everything would get messed up. Seasons, daylight, hours. Over time, it would just all get messed up. Yes. Yep. Exactly. Uh, however... Solar years are actually slightly shorter than 356 day, 365 days and six hours. It is actually 300, uh, shoot. It's not an extra six hours. It's an extra five hours, 48 minutes, and 46 seconds, Got to it. be precise. And that'll be important later. Okay? So basically, this, uh, this result, this leftover, it's 365.2425 days is how long the solar year is. This, this excess of 44 minutes each year, right? So it's about three days every 400 years. doesn't seem like much, but over centuries, it can add up. Mm-hmm. It's like Superman 3. Right. So <laughs> <laughs> how do we account for this excess? It's easy. Every, we get th- rid of three whole days every 400 years. I bet you didn't know that, did I you? I didn't know that. Yeah. So every 400 years, we, how do we get rid of them? Any year that is divisible by 100 but not divisible by 400 does not have a leap year. So 1900 does not have a leap year. 2100 will not have a leap year. 2000 did. 1600 hmm. did. Hmm. So there won't be a leap year uh, in 80 years. Oh, wow. Right. So every 400 years, there's three years that do not have leap years. Basically. I love how it's something we have that affects very little, very few people. You, it won't happen in our lifetime. Yeah. No, it won't happen for us. <laughs> yeah. Kind of cool, right? Yeah. Huh. Right. So yeah, any year that is divisible leap, so by hundred. So you basically have a leap year and a leap century. Yeah. Huh. Any year that's divisible by hundred, but not by four hundred, will not have a leap year. Hmm. Or leap day. Leap day. Yeah. Leap year. Whatever. Right. Right. But let's back up. <laughs> let's back up to the early Roman calendar. Roman King Numa Pompilius's calendar only had three hundred fifty-five days, and it was a solar calendar. It wasn't a lunar calendar. Mm-hmm. Okay. But this obviously quickly became out of sync with the solar year, so they would add in something called an intercalary month. 
uh, or a leap month. And it was kind of when we want to do it type thing. There wasn't really a whole lot of science behind it, but they would have, February was actually the last month for them. And so they would have this random length of time in February to kind of make up for days mm-hmm. when they felt like it. You think they're just drinking wine being like, you want to make up for that time? Yeah, maybe. Sure. Yeah, exactly. And this is also how like Luni solar calendars, like the Hebrew, the Chinese, the Buddhist calendar, where they are based on the position of the moon as well as the earth's position relative to the sun. Mm-hmm. Uh, because of this gap, it's basically 11 days uh, between a, there's a gap of, of 11 days between the year measured on the lunar calendar and one on the earth's or uh, earth's orbit. So these calendars, they necessitate an additional calibration add, adding of extra days yeah. basically. Right. Uh huh. And you might be thinking this doesn't seem accurate. Well, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> so by the time Caesar came into power, he was pretty pissed. He didn't like, like this inconsistency. Right. He just knew that there was something inconsistent there and he had been spending a lot of time in Egypt and had been uh, noticing that the Egyptian solar calendar was superior. Mm-hmm. He was like, this is the way we need to do it. Yeah. So he decided to add that extra day every fourth year. Um, and in order to make up for lost time, he added two extra months to the end of uh, 46 BCE to make mm-hmm. up for like the previous miscalculations. So it brought it back to, to being accurate. Correct. A, that, that was his thought. Yeah, and the new calendar uh, took place or took effect on the 1st of January, 45 BCE. Mm-hmm. And like we mentioned before, 362.25 is not accurate, right? Right. Good memory. (laughs) That's correct. (laughs) Their math wasn't perfect, even though there's a Caesar there, right? They were close. As we talked about, they overestimated the solar year by about 11 minutes. Okay. Uh, This caused Easter, specifically Easter in this case, to drift uh, away from the vernal uh, solstice, right? Sorry, vernal equinox. And the Catholic Church wasn't having it. They were pissed. They were like, this Easter is getting pushed more and more into the summer. It's not where it needs to be based on our religious stuff. (laughs) (laughs) It's too hot for Easter. We wanted to be wearing our robes. Well, right. And the Roman Catholic church had all the power, right? Right. So Pope Gregory, remember him? Mm -hmm. He commissioned his new calendar, which kept leap day, but it got rid of it on the, on the centurial years, right? Like we just talked about Mm -hmm. divisible by 400 or sorry, divisible by 100, not divisible by 400. He also eliminated 10 days. Uh, So the calendar then went from October 4th, 1582 on a Thursday to Friday, October 15th, 1582 overnight. Jump 10 days. Jump 10 days. Huh. This obviously had a lot of different changes and a lot of effects on things, right? You think everybody knew it or they just, you know. Inside the Roman Empire, the Roman Catholic, whatever. Yes, they did. But countries outside of the Roman Catholic run countries like Britain, for example, uh, a lot of countries, they took a lot longer to adopt this. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Where is my note on that? I think a lot of people being like, hey, you owe me money on this day. And everyone's yes. like, well, no, it's technically I've got 10 more days. Be like, no, we jumped. Right. right we jumped right. 10 so days. So he, he, he got rid of those days. Uh, it took a while for the countries outside the Roman Catholic Empire to, mm-hmm. or whatever, the Roman Catholic countries to adopt it. Britain didn't adopt it until 1752, which is close to 200 years 200 later. 200 years after. Right. George Washington had been born, right? Yeah. George Washington's birthday is February 11th. And in 1752, his birthday moved to February 22nd. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea like it, it it had so much change for people. Yeah. Well they couldn't get everybody everybody had to get on board, so people had to make changes and stuff like that. Right, guess, right. right. But I mean it's not just George Washington's birthday, Correct. it's everybody's That's birthday. That's just a guy that we, yeah, we for, all know. for sure. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, exactly. It could have been uh, you know, whatever. But how random. pissed would you be if you really liked your birthday and then you're, you know, ten days later? Yeah. Eleven days like later. Like the date? Yeah. 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 Like I, I like February 28th. It's the end, last day exactly. of the month. Exactly. You've got a cool birthday. Yeah. I don't want to be March 10th. I've got November 5th. March 11th. March 10th. Yeah. Remember, remember, remember the 5th of November. I get to do that every year. It's, it, I get, it's I get to do Guy Fox. It's always <laughs> hilarious when you do that. I get to do Guy Fox. I'd be um, pissed. 
He, hey, Marty McFly went back to the future in 1955, in, in, in November 5th, 1955. Yeah, that's right. I don't want to lose that. big day. Yeah. You have, that, you, that really get, that's a lot of mileage for you right there. I feel oh, like. I, love the, I love the day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One quick note here. Uh, the calculation of the solar year currently is still not 100% accurate. So another correction is going to be necessary at some point, but it's not that important because it's only adding a day every 3,030 years right now. So it's pretty accurate, mm-hmm. but you know, over the next 30,000 years. Yeah. Well, I mean, go back to our GPS episode. It, it's really important to know how to tell time. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Um, I, I you might I was, end up a thousand miles away. No, you wouldn't want that. No. While I was researching this, I found two hotshot professors at Johns Hopkins that are uh, proposing a new calendar, a new calendar, a new calendar. You better not move my day. Oh, uh, I won't move your date. Okay. 364 days long. Uh-huh. Completely consistent, as they say, which I can argue with that. But the year will always begin on a Monday, and your birthday is the same day of the week forever. Okay. So I get the These same months, day of the week. Correct. If your birthday, if it on this calendar, if it falls like on it. a Tuesday, you'll always be a Tuesday birthday. That sucks. Yeah. We'll keep going here. So they're, they're, they propose that these months will have 30 days. January, February, April, May, July, August, October, November, and March, June, September, December will have 31 days. Okay. But we're going to change the whole uh, remembering of, you know, uh, 30 days past September, April, June, and November? Yeah. So there have to be a, new, a new rhyme is going to have to come out. Oh, God. Yeah. It'll be 30 days have every month except for March, <laughs> June, September, and December. How will I know when to uh, eat oysters? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh, you might be thinking to yourself, that doesn't add up. And you're right. Every five or six years, we'll have an extra week at the end where you can party, they say. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> but they're also like, great. this This thing is completely consistent. Also, every five or six years, we'll throw in an extra week. Yeah. What, see, what? What? Is it five years? Is it six years? When is it? Th- that's what it is. Every five or said. six? That's what they said. That was the quote they had. How does that, yeah, how does it, how is there any it variability has to be like one that? or the other. At least with the way it is right now, we've got something yeah. that happens every hundred years, something that happens every four. Yeah. I like it. They did look into, the, the article went into like the economic impacts. They were saying, mm. uh, Right now, every few years, a lot of companies uh, they add an extra week or take away an extra week in their quarterly reports. Mm-hmm. This would this would make it four equal ninety one day quarter, fiscal quarters. Okay. You look at a company like Apple in quarter one of two thousand twelve, they reported a really strong quarter, and then next year it was down in comparison, and, right? Right, because they didn't have an extra week, and their stock goes down. Yeah, that kind of thing. But shouldn't people know that? People should. I mean, I guess people should. I know mean, just that. do pro prorated. You know, yeah. this. I mean, this is like them really pushing this thing, right? Right, right. Um, every major, this is another part that I didn't understand. They're like, they make these claims and then it just doesn't like parentheses at the end. It's like, Mm -hmm. they said every major federal holiday except for independence day in parentheses and Thanksgiving falls on a Monday. (laughs) Also Christmas is on Sunday. (laughs) (laughs) So then what new year's Eve be on? Well, I don't know. Cause they're losing a day somewhere. I I guess new year's day would be on the Monday. Uh, Anyway, that sounds too confusing. Well, they're just like, Oh, it's so consistent. Except for all these other things. things. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty consistent now, other than the fact that, like, whatever day of the week it is, who cares? Right. It just will just move. Yeah. It just fluctuates. Yeah. They say there's one person that can make this happen. That's President Donald Trump. Oh, God. And they say they've already drawn up an executive order. Uh huh. And they're pretty certain if they can get into the Oval Office and talk to him about it, he'd sign it in a heartbeat, mostly because he could put his name on it. <laughs> the Trump calendar. Oh, man. He can have a Trump calendar? You know he would. Please don't, t- don't get to him. <laughs> Why do these guys feel it's such a necessity to do it? 
I don't. I have no idea. I mean, they, they, I feel they like, have like these economic reasons, and like they're like, oh, it's so confusing to set up meetings on the. <laughs> it's like, I mean, I think it works okay. I think it's fine. Yeah, but they want to get rid of February 29th forever, hmm. and I'm not here for that. Unless, well, it would get rid of all those. Birthdays. Those people. Yeah. But where would they go? Would they go to the first or would they go to the 28th? They'd go to the first. They'd go to the first. They'd have to. Because they're older. I mean, they're, they're or, excuse me, they're younger. I'd they petition. haven't, they weren't here yet. Yeah. They were not, they were born the day after the 28th. Right. Why do they get to go forward? You fall back. Yeah. Fall in line. Fall in line. <laughs> I'm, I'm your superior. I'm your elder. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Respect us. Let's end with a couple uh, huh. quirky February 29th traditions. You ever heard of Sadie Hawkins? Yeah. Her Bachelor's Day? Well, say I know about Sadie Hawkins' dances where the girls ask the guys. Correct. Uh-huh. So it's uh, yeah, it's a day where women can propose to men. What a crazy thought! <laughs> hey, you're on Bumble. They talk right. to you. <laughs> if anybody wants to propose to me on Saturday, I'm here for it. <laughs> Feel free to propose to me. I will probably say yes. Go to Boundary Stone. <laughs> Go to Boundary Stone. We'll be liquor in a mug. So yeah, when they first added this day back in the 1500s or whatever it was, uh-huh. some British playwright joked. And it was, it was so crazy adding in this extra day that it was, it should be a day where women could trade their dresses for britches and basically like <laughs> pretend to be men. And so then I guess people actually took hold of it. They're like, yeah, well, I'm going to start proposing to people on this day and that kind of thing. Huh. That's like this, the, 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 the origin of, of it. Yeah. yeah. The, like Sadie Hawkins and that kind of huh. thing. Yep. Cause of leap day. Yeah. Uh, our favorite rapper, Ja Rule born on February 29th. Hey. Yeah. And. Uh, James Milne Wilson, who we all know as the eighth premiere of Tasmania, uh, he was born on a leap day and died on a leap day. He was born February 29th, 1880. So did he really live? Died on February 29th, 1948. Wow. He was 17 years old. Huh. Born on his birthday, died on his birthday, and it was a leap year. Yeah. Wow. That's pretty crazy. That's what I think about you. That was a Jake. He was was 68 years old, but 17. Right. 17. Yeah. Actual years. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Leap leap year jokes. That's right. They're hilarious. Yep. Um, Did you like my job rule impression? That was good. Yeah. That was good. And then (laughs) that was a great job rule impression. Firefest. (laughs) (laughs) That was a real Firefest impersonation. Um, Then there's other, like I think in Greece and in like Scotland and some places it's unlucky to get married on the 29th. And that leap years are unlucky in themselves, but definitely on the 29th. Hmm. Um, I don't necessarily believe with all that. I mean, if it can be equally unlucky, couldn't it be equally lucky? There's the perception. Well, the it's view, like, I guess it's like the Friday the 13th thing here. Like, is it good or bad? Well, well no, like we think that's bad. bad. And yeah. so they're like, oh, the 29th is bad. Yeah. But they're Greeks, so. Yeah, but there haven't been movies with, you know, killers in them. Have you seen all of Greek cinema? I can't say I've thoroughly watched it. Oh, just Mamma Mia, probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, Swedish that's pretty Greek happy. American crossover that we all are here for. Yeah, I mean, my big fat Greek wedding. Yeah, all you know, happy they got movies. their thing. The wind day, they got their superstitions. Yeah, the 29th is one of them. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the, that whole region loves their their superstitions. Yeah, yeah. So that's uh, that's spirits. leap day. Leap day. Yeah. Well, I'm excited for leap leap day coming up. I have conversation material for all day on Saturday. Oh, you, I mean, I'm glad you thoroughly researched. You should it. bring earplugs, probably. <laughs> You've already heard this once. <laughs> well, you can talk to Megan about it. Hopefully, she comes. Excellent. Yeah. Perfect. Hopefully, while she's listening to this episode, I'll get a text and she'll say, "I'm coming. We're coming. Great. We're gonna bring Grace. Excellent. Bring Grace. You better bring Sherwin. Bring the baby. Yeah, I'd rather your dog be there. And you can bring your husband. <laughs> Mike, I want, come I want Mike here. I want Mike there. All right, Michael. Tell me what you know about Tetris. Tetris. Uh-huh. 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 
One of the earliest video games. It's a pretty early video game. <laughs> um, I don't know what system it launched for. I'm going to guess it was not Atari. No. Game Boy? Uh, probably that computer, was probably the, maybe. I think that was probably the largest uh, expansion of it. It's yeah. a Russian game. It's a Russian game. How did you did you know that? Did you just I did. It? Okay. I just knew that. Okay. Um, I don't know how I knew that. I just knew maybe it was probably like a trivia question I saw a long time ago, and it uh-huh. just stuck with me. It's a Russian game, but I don't know. It's, well, I mean, is listening it a Russian... to that song. Yes, that sounds pretty Russian. And I feel like I remember playing on the Game Gear. There's like it looks like there's in the background. I just picture the Kremlin. And like yeah yeah stuff like that yeah right so. in fact I'll bring that up I, I I didn't even put this in my notes but I read about it uh you know the little plane that flies through the the, the in front of it I don't know that I do do you remember this it has a um it's like it flies through and there might be like a game over or a game start banner behind okay. it um it was actually like a um, a mig <laughs> <laughs> no some some uh, somebody from Finland I think flew over as like a political protest. Oh. And so out of um, like to, to solidarity with this, this yeah. guy got put in the gulag and right. not good for him. <laughs> but uh, in solidarity with it, they added the little plane into in front of the Kremlin okay. as it flies through and has a little banner. So yeah. I, I don't know if it, I would assume it's like the original iteration was a video game. It's not like a, a tile game that Russians played or something, or is it? I don't know. It's not. It's not. There's another game. Um, so let me go to my notes here. Sure. So basically, the creator was this guy, Alexei uh, Pajnovov. Pajnovov? <laughs> Pajnovov. Spell that. He's a Russian programmer. <laughs> okay. All right. And he developed the game in 1984. He was uh, building these games to uh, test software that he was building for a different company. Okay. Uh, and so he got the game from a board game. This is where it's kind of related. Called uh, Pentominos. Pentominos. Okay. Pentonimos. Pentonimos. And that's where it's actually a game where the pieces are made of five little squares. Okay. But so he wanted to change it, and that's where he changed it to four. So all the pieces in Tetris. Uh, four. four. Tetra box. is uh, the, yes. the prefix for four. And tennis was his favorite sport. Tetris. Oh, really? Yeah. That's okay. where they get the name from. Huh. Tetra. I like tennis. Tetris. <laughs> Right, because it wasn't like a game he was making to go to market with. Essentially, he was just correct. Like what he, was, he, just, he was just making was a like, program. He, he created. He started creating it, and like he got really addicted to it. He gave it to his colleagues, and they started getting addicted to it. Yeah. And uh, and then he had a, another colleague help uh, port it to IBM. Okay. So this was in 1985. Yeah. And uh, and then kind of grew a little bit from there. Stayed in the Soviet Union. Yeah. And then in 1980, uh, 1987, Tetris launches in North America and Europe on PCs. Mm-hmm. Big expansion there, but in 1988, this guy Hank Rogers, who um, had at a Vegas trade show, played the game. He had this company called Bulletproof Software, mm-hmm. and uh, they released the game. Two million copies sold. Oh wow! And then in 1989, Hank Rogers helped kind of create the deal with Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Rolls out on Game Boy. 35 million copies sold. So I mean, the expansion was just crazy from there. So from 1980, created the game in 84, put it on PC in 85. By 1989, 35 million copies is going around the world. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Hank Rogers is kind of an interesting guy. He's Dutch. He was a video game designer and entrepreneur. Uh, he's known for producing Japan's first major turn-based role-playing video game, The Black Onyx. Okay. Do you know that game? I don't. No. And then he secured the rights to Tetris and then, uh, you know, Tetris Black Onyx. No. Yeah, Tetris blew up. Uh, he created, like, blue, blue-proof software, bulletproof software. Turned over to Blue Planet Software. Okay. And then they have a company called the Tetris Company, which is like the holding company for all Tetris rights. Mm. Um, but I think they've since licensed the rights to... What uh, happened to the poor EA. Russian? 
I, I think he got taken care of. Okay. Him, Hank Rogers, and Alexi. It was taken beat, care of. It was good. You were good. Uh, they got him out of there. Horrible Russian accents. <laughs> I enjoy playing. I enjoy a Russian accent. Yeah. Uh, anyways, yeah, they they became really close friends. They met after he played the game at the Vegas trade show, like a year later, mm-hmm. uh, and they became close. Okay. After that, so I'm, I'm pretty sure he got taken care of. Um, but yeah, <laughs> you can't say it like that. <laughs> We made him an offer he can't refuse. Uh, yeah, he's to, fine. We took care of him, yeah, right? He's fine. Don't you worry about Alexi. <laughs> Don't go looking for him. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, we all kind of know uh, Tetris, but I just go back through sort of the general rules and the layout of the game. Um, the goal of the game is to create solid lines of blocks yes. made out of different shapes mm-hmm. that fall into place. Mm-hmm. And they fall from the top of the screen to the bottom of the screen. So, there are seven total shapes in Tetris. Do they all have names? Um, there are, but it's like, I... J S O uh, Z. Okay. Like little uh, easy names to understand. It's kind of like I think it talks about in the Tetris community, like the real yeah, people yeah. who play this competitively. They have, do this, they're, they probably, have, they're probably names that, that was that came up came about via the community and not like actually given in the game or something. Right. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm not sure if, if uh, Alexia named them. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so the scoring is do you know what the scoring is by chance? You get you points might. every time you get rid of a row. Yes. And I'm sure, I think if you get more than, like, multiple, like, more than one row at once, you get bonus points. So, correct. So, clearing one line gives you 100 points. Yeah. Clearing four lines, which is the most you can clear at one time, because you've got right. four squares. Though the longest four, one is the... The longest the long, I, block, Yeah, right? the, the, uh, gives you 800 points. Okay. And that is called a Tetris, mm. when you clear four lines. Uh, back-to-back Tetrises, Tetri, yeah. uh, give you 1,200 points. So, the more you can do back-to-back-to-back... The higher you can score. Wow. Okay. Uh, the highest score you can get is nine hundred ninety-nine thousand. Oh, okay. Uh, which is which is doable. And the game and, just and breaks. been done. Yeah. Just c- congratulations, you beat the game. Yeah. Because it's a, it's a never-ending game. Other than other than that, uh, it can be. They do have different ra- like different game types. I correct. No, there's so there are many many variations. There are others. There are some other rules that kind of are, are locked into here. All right. So also the board size. Uh, the board is ten squares by twenty okay. squares. Okay, high. 10 wide, 10, 20 yep. tall, whatever. Yep, 10 tall. wide by 20 high. Um, there are other ways, like, so um, these are called, like, you, hard drops and soft drops. Yes. So you can push a button and it drops down. Correct. Or you can hit, or you can push a little bit and it drops a little bit faster. Mm-hmm. The reason for this is you get better points the faster you clear score. Right, there's clear, probably a time rows. trials, game modes, and stuff like that, especially Correct. when it comes, I would imagine, for, uh, like, competition. Correct. When you're playing against other people. There's a controversial... Uh, form of the gameplay called easy spin hmm. which means that while it's while the piece is spinning you know because the the first piece comes down it always comes down in the same uh orientation yeah and then when you push the button it rotates so you yeah. can you know change the orientation mm-hmm. of the piece while that's occurring the piece will stop in its place so you can kind of for a novice player you can keep hitting that button over and over again to make it rotate and it'll basically freeze in its spot while you're figuring out where to put it oh that's, so that's not it's play it's game. a again it's it's a it's it was a thing that got added in to help novice players kind of learn the game. Like, oh, take your take a little bit of extra time to figure out where you want to put this piece. It kind of goes away because expert players kind of know where they're going to put pieces anyways. Yo, yeah, and, and they, just, also they just drop a, it in. a cue on the side that shows you what's coming up. Correct. So on the side, you can see what piece is coming up. Mm-hmm. And there's also a save piece. So you can put one piece aside to save for some later event. Like, say, maybe it's a hard piece. You yeah. don't really know where to put it yet. You can put that to the side. So we'll get to some of the game strategies, but some people might put a, an eye piece aside where you can clear off four of these rows mm-hmm. and hit the 800 points, or and then back-to-back, you get 1,200, right? So th- different ways to, to do it. 
Um, yeah, so we did the uh, the creator a little bit, uh, the distributor Hank Rogers. Let's see what else. Um, in 2005, a company called Jamdat uh, buys the global license to the game. 2006, EA buys Jamdat. Tetris for the iPod is launched, and it instantly becomes Apple's non- number one downloaded game. I mean, so the reception of, of Tetris is, I mean, just absolutely massive. It's, pr- yeah. it's probably one of the most played games in the world mm. ever. Yeah. Um, one of the most known games in the world ever. Yes. And um, and each each iteration of this game is still, it's still continuing to, to have massive success. There's a, uh, a game called Tetris Effect that came out in 2019, I believe. You know this game? So the Tetris Effect is kind of, uh, there's this idea that... Uh, People that play Tetris a lot start hallucinating. They start seeing, not like real hallucinating, but yeah. they start noticing shapes inside the real world. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, so the Tetris, it's called the Tetris Effect. Okay. And the Tetris Effect is sort of, it's a VR video game. And it's, it's supposedly, it look, I saw a video, like a video clip of it. It looks really good. Yeah. It looks kind of fun. It has like this really good soundtrack. I know there was a, uh, a release in the last couple of years that was like a Battle Royale Tetris game. So yes. it was like 99 people joined in and you could like, it's like a you, you try like a, you tried to stay alive the longest right. whoever was whoever stayed alive the longest won but you could also affect other people's games somehow there were things you could do to like I wonder maybe if you throw, scoring points is it speed it up on somebody else's game or you can or? throw a random block into theirs or something like mm. that oh well, that's interesting yeah um yeah I like that yeah kind of once the advent of you know social gaming Facebook games yeah uh, I mean billions of games are played on on Facebook every day one on one against people yeah. So, you saying that people saw like Tetris shapes like at all time, even when they weren't playing. I used Correct. to play a lot of Minesweeper. Uh huh. Like I a love lot of Minesweeper, and like I would see Minesweeper boards when I closed my eyes. Mm-hmm. I was like, I need to probably not play so much Minesweeper. <laughs> you putting flags in different yeah. places. Yeah, I'm like, well, like- that could that has to be like I was creating a board in my head. Yeah, that just wasn't there. Yeah, and like, well, that could, that's a bomb, and like this is uh, this is maybe. Let me put a little question mark on this one. Yeah, that's what <laughs> games will do to you. They make yeah. you go a little nuts. Um, back to the song we played at the beginning. That's the Tetris theme song. Mm-hmm. This song is actually a Russian folk song called Kobro. I, I, I <laughs> say saying things. Uh, you got it. Korobeniki. Yeah. Korobeniki. Korobeniki. Or. Korobeniki. Korobeniki. Mm. Or the peddlers. <laughs> a little bit Italian there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you the mix peddlers. it all together. The peddlers. The peddlers. Okay. Uh, it tells the story of a peddler meeting a girl and they haggle over items he's selling in exchange for her courtship. Mm. It's sort of a in a baby it's cold outside type way, <laughs> like hey buy this thing because I kind of want to take you home to bed oh, kind of thing. It's wow. kind of a you know courting her. Yeah. Um, so the song is actually based on a poem that was written by Nikolai, Nikolai uh, Nekrasov, published in 1861. Uh, Korobaniki were were street peddlers who sold fabric haberdashery. Do you know what haberdashery is, Michael? No, but I, su- I suppose you do now. I do now. It's just like little <laughs> buttons. Things that like you you use and really? yeah, it's like little buttons and and sewing kits and different things. Okay, help you. Uh, you know, it's like oh, you want to go down and fix your shirt, go to the haberdashery. The haberdasher. And so they would sell books. You know, small stuff that they could carry. Buttons, street ribbons, peddlers. zip, and zippers. Yeah, there like you that. go. Okay. Uh, so now you know. I do. Uh, so yeah, the peddler meets a young girl and offers her stuff in exchange for a kiss, some implied sexual favors. Wow. She rejects all of them. Yeah. Except for a turquoise ring. Oh. How did we get here through Tetris? This is nuts. I was getting ready to ask you that. I know. It was, it well, it's this is the theme song. When you're playing Tetris, this is the song that people are singing. This is this is the story. Are we canceling Tetris right now? Um, no. <laughs> I think this is great. 
so she ends up staying the night with him for this turquoise ring. In the morning, he goes to sell the rest of his items so that he has enough money to take her back so they can get married. That's where the song ends. In the poem, <laughs> in the poem, the peddler is robbed and killed <laughs> after selling the rest of his crate by a forest ranger who he stops to ask for directions. <laughs> This is like when you're writing that essay in college and you need like 1200 or like 120 more words. Right, right. <laughs> you just throw some bull crap in there. Uh, That's basically what you just did right there. The forest ranger. You know, Tetris was a good it was a good topic, but I need to get a little bit more information here. <laughs> Let's see I what just, this song's all about. I just about. thought it was so funny. I have in my notes, play the song after saying this part. <laughs> <laughs> That's just hilarious. All right. So let's talk about some uh, game strategies. Okay. Okay. So asking a, uh, a seven-time world champion what his game strategies would be. Do you have any strategies that you use? or, or When was the last time you played Tetris? Um, it's been a long time. Yeah, I haven't played it in a while. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure... I kind of want to download it for my phone now. Yeah, there's definitely strategies to it. Um, people play it on Twitch, actually, believe it or not. Oh, really? Yeah, they play that like Tetris whatever. I don't know if it's like Tetris Attack or what, but something like that. Could be Tetris Effect. I don't think it was that. Anyways, so his first strategy is you got to play flat, okay? okay? Playing flat means dropping pieces in a way that will create the flattest top row of pieces. Okay. A flat Playing flat uh, field means you have more options to lay pieces down. A general rule, never stack pieces more than two blocks high or create a hole more than two blocks deep. Mm. All right, so it's impossible to fill, fill in a hole three or more deep with anything other than an eye-shaped piece. So that's what he's saying, play yes. flat. Okay. It seems like one key strategy that people always use like the experts play they try to leave like a huge uh f- one square on the side like maybe the far right or the far left to hit completely open. clear so when they get the eye they drop that eye piece in they, they drop out the four rows yeah get the 1200 and you do this over and over again leaving that that place so back-to-back tetrises gives you the higher uh, uh scores right uh his next tip is to build mounds in the center okay uh, so this is just supposed to give you like different possible sides to play on. So you can kind of move pieces depending on when they come out. If it goes higher, you can kind of move over to the right, move over to the left. Um, yeah. Understanding the rotation system. Got to understand which way the pieces rotate. You rotate can, clockwise. You can rotate clo- so this is again, different versions of the game have different variations to okay. this, but so some pieces they can or some game variations you can rotate clockwise you can rotate counterclockwise mm. and so knowing they always start in the same way so yes. knowing if you need to oh rotate this counterclockwise to create some Four shape spots. if you need to quickly do it if you're running out of space yeah that can help uh helps you make faster decisions go faster uh so the hold piece use the hold piece the one that you're putting aside yes to score right don't don't Put the T-shaped piece over there just because it's harder. The Z space, the Z shape. You want to throw the eyes. Throw, yeah, throw the eye over there because you're going to want it to, yeah. to score. Um, learning the delayed auto shift, which is a, a, a oh, function yeah, inside. Yeah. So, uh, in short, the maximum speed at which a piece will move to the left or the right is slightly delayed. So you got to be, you got to know. You can get the you can get the block into weird spots based on when you can rotate it. You could like drop it down to somewore where it might not fit, and then rotate and then the last rotate second, it the last it'll, second. It'll, it'll delay in. in there. Yep. So you gotta learn how to do that. That's right. I'm a gamer. Uh, and then his other last piece last piece of advice is last piece of advice is just look <laughs> at the cue and the colors. So yes. learn the cue, know the colors, so you don't have to spend time looking at it. You'd be like, oh, I know that's oh, a red. The piece, shapes that's are based on colors. Correct. Gotcha. It's blue. There's a light blue, a dark blue, an orange, yellow, green, purple, and red. 
Oh wow! Somebody's playing on Twitch right now. Oh, that's scary. This is the it's uh, called Tetris ninety nine. Is the game Tetris ninety nine? Because there's ninety nine yep. players playing at once. Yep. This guy sucks. He's already lost twice, and I've been watching for like twenty <laughs> seconds. <laughs> Do you just flow through other games? Yeah, he's he's about to be, get back in one right now. Huh? It's matching up with all the players. I don't know. Anyway, it's no, really cool. Um, so yeah, those are some game strategies for you. Uh, high scores. This guy from uh, Larchmont, New York, uh, Matthew Buco. He achieved the highest score possible, 999,999 points in Tetris NES. He accomplished the feat with only 207 completed lines. So, just flo- I mean, that that's many- all Tetrises. Oh, because you get bonus points based bonus on points clear at once. Correct. But, um, I mean, there's got to be a bunch of people that have, that have hit that score, or is there not? There are, I think there are a lot of people So, now the, the, the big record's got to be time-based stuff. Correct. I'm sure that's how they do competitions, like head-to-head stuff. I think that there are so many different variations of the games. There are different forms of... Of mm-hmm. the records right right some of like the longest you can go before hitting a, an error you know by yeah. losing a, a row or something like that and there there's so many different things the mathematics of tetris are actually i started down this path and thought it would go way too crazy but yeah but yeah i mean it, it boring it, yeah a little 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 too heady for us <laughs> uh and a fun little thing uh tetris was played on the cirrus center in philadelphia uh, it's a 29 story building. They had 460 LED lights, and players played on the building from two miles away. And it was sort of a, they were having a tech conference. And That's this cool. was a way that, that uh, the city could kind of join in on, on, uh, Join on the festivities. That's yeah, fun. Yeah, it's fun. That is cool. Uh, but yeah, so that's a little bit of Tetris. I like that. Going back to the video game record, this is off. We might have talked about this before, but have you ever seen the documentary uh, King of Kong, A Fistful of Quarters? No, you've told me to watch it, and, and I haven't Dude, yet. <laughs> it is so good. It is so good. It's about Billy Mitchell and uh, Steve Wiebe, <laughs> and who is the record holder for the original Donkey Kong video game. The one where you got it. There's a up. rivalry between them. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude. And like. Goats heated. Big time villain. I'm not going to tell you which one, but one of them is like like one of the best villains of all time. Oh, yeah. You have to watch no. the documentary. All I right. will watch it again with you because I haven't seen it in years, but it is so good. You say that every time you tell me to watch it. Well, but you you'll watch it with it me. Yeah, I will. <laughs> offer still stands. King of Kong, a fistful of quarters. All right. See where well, we can. I'll, I'll look it up right now and see where we can watch it. But. Jump Link Con. <laughs> yeah, Kong. Exactly. Um, awesome. Excellent topic. I enjoyed today immensely. This is great. Me too. Let this get us out of here. Yeah. We're going to let it, let it roll out. Everybody have a great Friday. Uh, it is my birthday. So enjoy, <laughs> enjoy my day and we will see you guys next week. Peace. I would like to buy this turquoise ring. <laughs>